Welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute, your source of internet marketing inspiration. Hey there, welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute. This is your host, Mark Cerniglia, and thanks for joining us for another episode where we like to give you some legal marketing advice in just a few minutes. And what I want to talk to you today is something specific. Uh, regarding your website, and that's the value of including testimonials on your law firm website. And just to, to clarify what we mean here by testimonials, you maybe you call it reviews, but either way, we're just talking about a couple of sentences, a few words from your clients on the job you did for them. Okay, so uh, we, we really think it's valuable. You know, if you listen to other episodes, we talk all the time about building your brand as an expert, you know, people seeing you as a go-to expert at what you do, and other people's comments can go a long way in, in facilitating uh, and furthering that impression uh, of you as an expert it can really help people in in their decision. And obviously, you guys probably know the value of having reviews on things like Facebook and Google. And we'll save that for another podcast. But the point is, if you know those things are valuable there, why not put positive comments on your website? Now, some of you out there may be concerned about your state bar. I encourage you to actually look into the details. What I can tell you that's typically true, obviously every state varies, is that you absolutely can have testimonials on your website. Now, some bars may tell you you have to call them something else, but more commonly than not, the, the thing that most bars have in common is that you can have testimonials, they just, they have, you know, they have to be objectively verifiable, right? One of those kind of legal terms that, that I know you guys probably even understand better than I do, but but my understanding and the conversations I've had with people is you just can't have testimonials where people claim something that either isn't something that can be proved or or where they promise something they shouldn't. So on the, on the being proved side, someone can't say, oh, you should hire such and such, you know, they're the best or they're an expert, you know, because that that's obviously, you know, that's not verifiable objectively, right? And then the flip side is, you know, you also can't have someone say, oh, you should definitely hire such and such because they're going to win your case. You know, they can't promise some sort of result. And these are all things you guys actually know. These are things you can't say about yourself and that you can't promise to somebody in a consultation, right? You can't promise them, the, you know, an outcome, right? So take those same principles and apply that to testimonials. And the funny thing is a lot of times if you just shoot a couple of your clients an email and say, hey, would you mind sending me two or three sentences, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, of what you liked about working with us, I'd love to put it on our website. And more times than not, people are going to be glad to do it, and they're probably not even going to say something that that would really violate any bar rule anyway. But if they do, you know what you should do? Don't don't tell them it. Don't explain it. Just take what they wrote you, modify it yourself, send it back to them, and say, "Hey, I had to change this because of X, Y, and Z rules. So here's here's my modification. Are you okay with this?" Okay, and also depending on what line of work you're in or your, your clients are in, you know, you might, maybe you don't use their name or maybe you just use a first name only or, you know, if you're B2B, maybe you use the, the first name and their type of business. You know, there's some ways that, you know, don't just, um, like, think about what information might be helpful, right? If I come to your website and you're a business law attorney, maybe what I care about more is the name of the business or the industry it's in or both and less about the person. If you're a family law attorney, um, you know, again, I don't care about the person's whole name. If you can put their first name, great. I think that makes it more believable that it's a real person. Um, but I don't, you know, maybe you put their name and you put their, um, like what kind of work you did for them. So maybe, you know, maybe you put Sam and you put divorce, right? So 
those are some things you can do uh, to kind of protect privacy. Um, if nothing else, you could just put their initials and nothing else. But the bottom line is ask a few clients, maybe do this once a month, ask them for some feedback, you know, tweak it if you have to, and then put it on the website. And again, this just is one, one step forward in uh, building a better website that really helps sell you to people. Um, if you haven't yet, please make sure to get our, our complimentary website appraisal. This is a worksheet that you can fill out on your own to kind of assess the value of your own website um, and, and really where there's value and where there's value missing. That's why we call it a website appraisal. Um, if you haven't gotten